All right. Looks like we got us something. Here. We got it. We fit, finally figured it out. Hello, everybody, and welcome. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We are here, Chantal Rhodes and Cindy Vanier. What's up, everybody? For the very first live episode of Juice. Juice. Fresh talk. Shout out to Lee Pitts for the inspiration. Miami got the oranges, but Fort Myers has the, the juice. juice. That's Miami right. The juice. That's right. So that's what we were starting this podcast with. This is broadcasting live on Facebook as well, and it's going to be sent out across into our podcast under the channel Big Mouth Media. So Big Mouth Media is the first progressive media company here in Florida focusing on all the stuff that's not being talked about. Absolutely. And my role in this, and Cindy was an excellent person to join forces with, we want to get the word out about whatever is going on, right? Because we perish from a lack of knowledge. If y'all know anything about what the Bible teaches us, <laughs> that's a complicated history. But yeah, we can do so much better if we are more informed, if we know a little bit more. And we know a little something, right? We've been around the block. Yeah, we've been doing a few things. So I am a former congressional candidate here in Southwest Florida running against someone that's been in the news recently, Byron Donald and Chantel. So I'm all around. I was recently a candidate also for Fort Myers City Council. I've been organizing the community for the last three years since I've been back. Spent some time living in China, spent some time living in ATL, Georgia. What's up? But this is my hometown, Fort Myers, Florida. So I'm all about the juice. I'm all about the roots and what we can do. That's right. And this is not just a campaign. We're not campaigning anymore. But what we realized through our campaigns is that people in our community, they thirst for knowledge yeah. on issues. Yeah. And they thirst for the juice. It's not all they about thirst the, for the juice. Because honestly, sometimes we just want to span on something. We want to see how many different perspectives and stories can come out of one situation, one story. There's so much we're dealing with recently we talked about suicide we talked about mental yeah. illness we talked about the processes that that we go through as human beings so it's not just political this is a social show this is a gathering of the minds this is a place where you can bring your topics bring your ideas and discussions and we're going to chop it up and, and see what the word on the streets is yeah absolutely and so we are coming to you not only in terms of like i said like chantel said politics but we also have our own areas of expertise. You do happen to be an expert in the area of governance and policy. And Chantel works in mental health. Yeah, I work for our local children's hospital. Shout out to Galasano Children's Hospital. My role there is basically to focus on the mental health navigation piece. So when someone, they have a child that is diagnosed with a mental illness or they suspect that a child has a mental illness, they need help navigating that system of care, figuring what services are available to me through the school district, what can be done, what testing needs to be done. And we basically just take that walk with them. Wow, that's yeah. great. M much needed in our community and across the U.S. I say so. There's a growing need for yeah. that attention to be placed on mental illness. And rightfully, so many things can spring forth from these conversations that we'll be having. But this is a, an amazing setting that we're in, too. And I am sipping this lavender latte. So shout <laughs> out to, to Seed and Bean Market. Lavender latte 
it's two things you wouldn't think would go together, but lavender and coffee is really good. So yeah. shout out to Seed and Bean Market, one of our sponsors for this glorious podcast that you all will be joining us on. So make sure you subscribe, make sure you follow us, make sure you stay in touch with us. That's right. And yeah, Seed and Bean is a great place. They have a food as, as well as drinks and they are have the corner, the market cornered in CBD down here in Fort, downtown Fort Myers. So if you want to come and join us for our live shows as well, as we roll along here, we'd love to have you. We're going to be recording here every Thursday at 6 p.m. Oh, man. So y'all can just pull up on us. Just you roll can. up. Just roll up. Have a conversation with us. Downtown Fort Myers is beautiful. The holidays are over. I heard it was crazy down here on, on New Year's. Yeah, it looked like fun. Did you come? I was going to. No, it's not for me. It's not for me. No, my brother was like, oh, my God, come down here. It's wild. It's, I'm like, why, why would I want You're to come wild. down there? I don't want to I used to be there. wild, but now I'm, I was tired. I'd be wild, but I just want to be by myself. Yeah. I don't know, gathering after gathering. But shout out to the holidays. I am so happy I got a chance to spend time with family. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm happy that everything has died down and cooled down. It was easy getting down here to downtown yeah. Fort Myers tonight. And we're in here in 20. 23 it's it's happy new year it's weird to say it even out loud honestly because it feels like it's the future yeah (laughs) it's like the twilight zone in a lot of there's some things that are like the twilight zone yeah and we're gonna talk about some of those things as well absolutely but yeah for sure so actually going on right now as we're recording this podcast on 6 15 p.m the u.s house of representatives are in their 10th vote for Speaker of the House. So just to let you know, we had our election in November. Everywhere across the country, they elected their member of Congress, right? They elected Byron Donalds. That was my opponent here. And so on January 3rd, that was the day that everybody was supposed to be sworn in. Before they are sworn in, they have to choose a Speaker of the House. The Republicans are now in the majority. And so basically, they're the ones that kind of get to pick because you have to have a majority of the people to elect the Speaker of House. So well, what's up with Hakeem Jeffries? Is so, he so yeah, no, he the Democrats, every time a Democrat votes, they vote for Hakeem Jeffries. There's only 212, so he's not going to win because there needs to be 218 votes gotcha. at least for the winner. And this is where this group of 20 rebellious Republicans who are, by the way, they are very far, very conservative. They are radical folks. And Byron Donalds is one of them. So he got nominated as Speaker of the House in this event. So so he's been going on and on because he has been put up by his other colleagues. Mm -hmm. It's He's playing along with this rebellion, trying to extract some concessions but it's more about that they really want more power they're a small part of the republican party but they want more power i see i get it okay so but we'll thank you for informing us about that i had no clue about byron donald's role in this so thanks for informing us what does it mean for you means that my website has been blowing up all week because (laughs) really (laughs) because nobody outside of southwest Florida here no one really knew who byron donalds was he's Mm. he only served one term in congress and when they nominated him on the floor everybody going who's this guy and so they've been nominating him and so people have been talking about it and i've been telling them if you want to see all the tea you can go ahead and see all the tea i spilled on twitter yeah (laughs) here's my opponent so i had all the tea got you (laughs) So, well, hey, we look forward, nevertheless, to seeing what Congress comes up with this year. What is it, 116th Congress? 118th. 
118th Congress. We just it just started what last other day. This but hasn't started yet because they haven't elected the speaker. Ah. So that's why they voted ten times. See, this is why I need you in my life. You keep me on track. I'm and the help me understand things. <laughs> you help us understand things, and that's shout out to Cindy. Cindy was so instrumental in just helping me understand the fundamentals and basics of running a campaign. This is my first campaign. I got a chance to witness Cindy run her. Was it your? It wasn't your first. Campaign. No, that was my first campaign. Your first campaign, and I got a chance to help out and be a part of the staff. So that was awesome. So we honestly have a great friendship. We have a great connection. And I have a lot of respect for this woman sitting right here. And we also lived in Asia. We both <laughs> lived in Asia. Not at the same time. No, no. I was there from 2017 to 2019. You, I was there you? earlier. I was there from 2002 to 2010. Shout out to Asia. I'll be visiting <laughs> Asia, what, in March. Oh, really? Going to Where Pakistan. are you going? Oh, yeah. Interesting. Going to Pakistan. Exciting. So I'm getting my travel back on. I'm hitting these airways, racking up these sky miles. And yeah, we'll see. Yeah. yeah. That's great. So anyway, so that's why we're kindred spirits and kindred spirits. And we can have these conversations because we've we have that experience. And we debate a lot too. Yeah. That's another reason we felt like this would be an excellent platform because we are very passionate individuals. We want to see a lot of the same things, but we are just two individuals that say, you know what, let's agree to disagree. Mm -hmm. But we don't mind the process of having that conversation because that's how many people just fail because they don't commit to a conversation that's right yeah or they get worried that they're going to offend somebody or they're or they don't even maybe sometimes they haven't even thought about my it a whole lot themselves. that people get yeah and my experience is that people get exhausted mm. with a conversation anytime it goes beyond i believe this and you believe this or i feel this way you feel this way anytime we're pushing into details that requires a person to work Maybe mm. present information that they don't have. And nobody changes their mind right there in the That's moment. Right. But these talk spaces are sacred to me. I love mm -hmm. podcasts. These are sacred spaces to me because this is how we learn. This is how we grow. And I... Definitely have a lot to learn. We yeah. all do. And that's, yeah. yeah. So when we were putting our thoughts together as to how to make this podcast work, it was like, let's have these conversations where, mm -hmm. yeah, it's not just us agreeing in this yeah, echo yeah. chamber. Like I'm agreeing with you right now. Yeah. It's like, about that. It's about let's push on some things that may be challenging to talk about. Absolutely. Because people need to, I think also people need to hear that. Definitely. They need to hear examples of how it can be done, how to communicate and how to walk away and say, you know what, I can ponder what that person said. They had a point right there. Maybe that did come off a certain way and we borrow from each other. And let's mm -hmm. see what you all have to say as well. We look forward to, to interacting with all of you. And it's not just about me and Cindy hanging right. out with one another. The purpose is that interaction piece, seeing what you all have to say and what you all bring to the table too. And we hope to feature some people. Sorry, I got distracted playing with the actual bean here at CDB. Coffee and, beans on right, the table. Coffee beans. But we look forward to having guests on this right. presentation as well to share your experiences, whatever your walk of life is. If you have these interesting stories, please bring them forward because this is how we get that message out there. Yeah. And I think if I remember some of the very early conversations we had about this was because there was a misunderstanding with our friend yeah. Chris and there was some interpretation of ah, different behaviors and activities. Yeah. Chantel actually like brought us together and we were able to have a conversation. Yeah, I remember. I forgot yeah, all about I that. I know. I remember that. Absolutely. But, but it, and it was tough. Yeah. But it was like, oh, wait a second. So it was kind of, it was about grace. It was yeah. about communication. It was about understanding where other yeah. people are coming from. And frankly, and I heard two sides. I heard your side. I heard that person's side. And I personally can appreciate people 
who will be a mediator. Mm -hmm. Just sit there and watch something burn to the ground, especially the reputation of those individuals. And you know how easy it is for messages to get mixed up and miscommunicated. So I reached out because I said, this person is talking about Cindy. And I know Cindy, I'm not, I'm not opposed to anybody talking about Cindy, but what they were saying, it just didn't sound as accurate as the Cindy that I know. And so I said, let's have this conversation. And sure enough, once everything was sorted out through conversation, that's how we came to a resolution. Now, I don't even talk to that same individual to this day. And that's so funny that you brought that up. But uh, I think relationships are hard. Yeah, it's a spectrum. It's fluid. We're going to be up and down. But nevertheless, I think those conversations, let's do yeah. it. Let's talk about it. Let's disagree. Are you going to get mad when I push back against you, though? Mm-hmm. Right. I don't you don't seem mad. like the type. No, I haven't got mad. Yeah. No, because I think it's important. And I think even going back a few years ago when we first met, one of the first kind of times where we were having some serious discussion was around the Robert E. Lee statue downtown mm. and yes. thinking strategically about the community and about organizing and what it means. Right. And I think my position at the time was like, hey, this is this is an opportunity to have a messaging win. Yeah. And I think Chantal was saying, so that's the thing. It's like, what is the time we were in the the movement against right. police brutality? Right. So you have Black Lives Matter demonstrations. You have people screaming Black Lives Matter. And then the topic of this Robert E. Lee statute came up. And it's just, I don't think that's important to black people. That's simply what I told Cindy. I don't think that's important to the people in this movement. I don't think, mm. but when you're dealing with something, what I took away from that is that when you are dealing with something that is such a profound and complicated matter, start somewhere. And that's where you chose to start because that symbolism. Well, tell, tell us about how you felt about the Robert Yeah, I mean, it was a symbolic thing. It was, it was. First of all, back up. Tell us about Robert E. Lee. <laughs> Because we live in in terms of Lee County. Yeah. Yeah. So Lee County, we're in Lee County, but Robert E. Lee never was here. He never came here. He's not born here. He's got no connection here. This county was named Lee County as a big F to the north Mm -hmm. after because there was a fort. Fort Myers here was a Union fort and it Mm -hmm. had Mm -hmm. a black regiment. That was here and they defeated the confederate mm-hmm. army here and then they won the war and they See, left who knew that like i don't yeah i don't so know so it's got like this it's a really emotional thing for folks and so the people who were here that lived here were the confederate folks right mm-hmm. we're mad about it so then they said okay this is lee county and so from then it really started as a so conflict. that's how we got the name lee county and so even during that time i remember going to see council meetings where they voted to remove the Robert E. Lee bust, which is the conversation that we came around. And we saw that as a small victory, but a lot of people, even in the black community, I know felt who cares about that? There are so many other things in terms of policy, in terms of, and we still live in Lee County. There is the Lee County NAACP, the Lee County Black History Society. So all of these things, and some people would have measured it as a very insignificant move. However, I know on the opposite side of that, there were people like the, what is it, the Daughters of Confederate Soldiers? There's the Sons of Confederate Veterans. Sons of something, whatever. It's a daughters group too. Daughters yeah, there's of- another one, but it's the daughters were the one that put the statue there in the 60s, shortly after the desegregation lawsuit was filed against Lee County Schools. Okay. So it was actually put there as an intimidation of the black community. And that was part of and, the- And that's the part where it becomes 
this is my heritage. This is what this is what we were hearing. Why should my heritage be erased? This is our family story as far as the Confederate end. Why should our family story be erased just because it makes somebody else uncomfortable? And so there is mm-hmm. so much to be uncovered because it's man, how do you change the name of Lee County? Were they trying to change it at one point to Caloosahatchee uh, County? You now some people were pushing for that, but there was never really any actual policy movement around right. it but the, there was a victory one with it because the tide had changed the broader conversation about it and there was this really weird move that the sons of the confederate veterans yes. who actually own the statue by the way and if it wasn't for that deep disagreement i would have never known as much as i do now about who robert e lee was yeah. i went to lee middle school it was lee middle at the time now it's something else And it's just stuff that you just don't know. And maybe it's unconsciously playing a role where we're functioning and we're living in a society that honors people who a lot of people feel like this was no hero to us. This was now this person, this individual, Robert E. Lee, because I hear people saying, oh, Robert E. Lee was a hero. He did this. He actually tried to help black people in many regards. I don't really don't know, but she'll be able to tell you. But you I don't know, know about all that. Yeah. From that conversation, so let me just, so the role, the end of that story was the Sons of Confederate Veterans took it because they were afraid of the protesters. And then it actually enabled the city council just to say, no, you can't put it back up. Absolutely. And then they eventually took down the pedestal as well. So yeah. it was a symbolic victory. Absolutely. But the one thing I want to say about our conversation about that at the time is you had said, look, that and it really does. It's like, who are the activists and who are the ones pushing on it? So you said you we have to be careful about the battles we pick because there's blowback on the black community if there are endeavors that are taken and they're not taken in the appropriate way. And that was something that I hadn't really thought about. Do you remember when we were Well, I remember that? we we did this demonstration down at City Hall. You remember that? It was a very dramatic demonstration oh, yeah. where there were people who were dressed as if they were from a certain time period and they were basically reenacting auctioning off the enslaved people. Mm-hmm. And so some folk felt like what in the world was that crap show? And these were black people telling me this. Like, why would you do that? There's other ways to get go about it. It would have sucked had we not gotten a victory that night. But I think the victory, I don't know. You can't tell me. Maybe that little show that was put on outside of the I thought it was great. And knows? maybe it did affect people. Maybe it did, maybe affect, it did affect their emotions. But you know what? If we can get dramatic about any and everything else, I don't think it was necessarily insensitive. I, a couple of people came to me and said, this is an offense to Black people. And I was just like, you don't speak for all Black people. Because clearly I didn't think it was an offensive move. I think this is just putting in your face. It's a way of representing to you something that actually took place and what you're actually fighting to uphold. Mm-hmm. This is what it represents. This is what this person represented. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm actually a big fan of dramatic interpretation. I think it's See, actually really important. So well. <laughs> I think that's why we get along so well. I turn up. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? There's, there's a time and a season for everything. Yeah. And have a conversation about it. But I do think that it's important to be cognizant of what the other repercussions could be. So when we were doing- What did I say the repercussions of that would be? I think it was was just that there's blowback on the community. So it is also about internal versus external activists, right? And I I think for me, it was like, where do you, for me, it was like, where do we start? Is this this something so significant? This particular, this statue that's in the middle of downtown Fort Myers, is this 
that important that we start the conversation when the rest of the country is talking about police brutality and training police officers and this dynamic of being disempowered where do you start with that conversation and at the time yeah. we were just in the streets protesting we were organizing those conversations with law enforcement behind the yep. scenes yeah. <laughs> so that when you stand up and say black lives matter like how does that make me an enemy of this country shouldn't you also be against police brutality of course there are two sides to every story sure. and we facilitate that but i think people are committed to their bs well, they're committed to their yeah. mindset they're committed to whatever they feel like is, I guess it's human nature to form this us versus them thing. It is, but it's also what we have to keep in mind is that there are actors who are trying to muddy the water. Mm -hmm. And if you want to hear about that, listen to the misinformational podcast with Rebecca Jones, because she's been studying this in depth. She was the whistleblower of the COVID whistleblower here in Florida. Okay. Okay. But you know, what we see time and time again is that the, it's never about the issue. The discussion is never about the issue. It's a slam. It's mm -hmm. you can't talk about Black Lives Matter and they go, oh, what about the riots and the property damage or the, yeah, the cars? And who it's, can one up somebody else yeah. with whatever piece of information that they have? Yeah. And it's it's just a way to stop the conversation and to exhaust people like you were saying before. Because then yeah. it gets exhausting. You're like, okay, whatever. I'm yeah, not going to argue about that. Yeah. And it's like when I'm on Twitter and somebody doesn't like what I say, they go, oh, you're fat. And I'm like, okay, thanks yeah, a lot. Like, it's just a smear. It's just a way to. And it's so honestly a way to exit the conversation too. Yeah. If you call somebody fat and you have to resort to those, it's a conversation ender because now we're not talking about the conversation at hand. Mm -hmm. You don't seek to understand any other perspective. You just seek to have this opinion and mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. It's the ugly side to it, but we down with exploring the ugly side of life yeah. too. And it's not just about the ugly side, but this is, it's it, that there are paid actors like online who put these things out Definitely. to make it complicated. So this is our first episode. You'll be hearing from us more. We'll have the latest what's going on nationally, what's going on locally here in Fort Myers for those of you who are tuning in locally. And we look forward to the juice. The juice. Yeah. The juice. This so, is going to evolve. It is. I think it's, it's a great start. And again, shout out to Seed and Bean because they are one of our sponsors. And that's where we're recording live from. So show love to Seed and Bean. I'm looking at it now. It says Florida's first cannabis cafe. And that's right here in downtown Fort Myers. So you guys come in here and check it out. Come visit us on Thursdays when we, when we record. Yeah, show up here Thursdays at 530. Get your coffee, settle down, and then... Hang you can be part us. of the conversation. You'll let us know because we we are gonna we're gonna tackle the issues. We're gonna talk about some of these different things. We're gonna hopefully get some other people to come in and have conversations with us. Absolutely, <laughs> we'll have Beyond in these streets. We have Dr. King Day coming up very soon, mm. actually. Oh, yeah. oh. So I'm excited about that. Mm -hmm. Marching from the Dunbar Community School to the Centennial Park area in Fort Myers, Florida. So I hope everybody can join us on that. And uh, yeah, all right. Let's do it. So what did Lee say? Miami's got, Miami the got the oranges, but Fort Myers got the juice. The juice. And that's shout out to Mr. Lee Pitts, who that's is the right. inspiration for the title of this message. Is. I often say that's the only Lee that we acknowledge since we are talking about that's Robert right. E. Lee. Uh, so shout out to the hometown hero, Mr. Lee, Lee Pitts. Pitts. All right. All right. Thanks. We'll sign off for today and right. you will be able to see this where you find your podcast, Apple. You can find it on the Big Mouth Media website. That's Big Mouth mediafl.com you'll see it on all the big mouth media social media twitter 
Facebook, Instagram. It'll be on Spotify. It'll oh, be on yeah, iTunes. On It'll be on iHeartRadio. It'll be in TuneIn. We got the hookup. You're going to see this, the edited version of it on those. So you're going to subscribe to our podcast when you see that pop up in the next two days, and then you can stay tuned to it. And then we're going to keep doing these live shows. Oh, yeah. So the live shows are going to keep evolving. And as our audience grows, it's going to get a little exclusive. Sometimes, you can I just think. come in here and come listen here. to us, chop it up. You can sip your coffee. You can type your, you can write your notes. You can just chill and just be a part of it right here in downtown Fort Myers. Miami yeah. got the oranges. Fort Myers got, got the, the juice. juice. All right. We'll see you next time here right. on the juice. Fresh juice. talk. Bye bye.